We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Everybody, Steve with Spinelli. I'm just coming at you with a little. Well, I haven't done a podcast like this in quite some time. I was going to do a Jocko one. I just got done listening to a couple of them and figured, hey, why not turn a little Catholic sense into what he's putting out there? He's great stuff. Follow his stuff. Obviously, his iTunes is pretty popular. He's got some children's books. Uh, Extreme Ownership is a book. Pretty much a lot of. Everyone should read. You can really incorporate that into a Catholic sense, especially uh, priests and. Bishops definitely need it, uh, especially this time. We need some leaders out there. So you got a lot of thing news and a lot of news out there, a lot of hypotheticals, a lot of speculate speculatory uh, news going on. It's coming from Rome. You have uh, diocese enacting. Uh, you have to show a thing or two to get in with that, to, so you can basically go into it normally. Uh, Lifeside news just came out an article on like that. We haven't been calling that out. Anybody with two working brain cells can see where all this is going. You will have to eventually use that smartphone to get in. Guarantee it. So what can we do about I had another priest friend send another article about the, uh, something about seminaries. And I, because I put on Twitter something about the seminary here where I'm at, not down, down the street, is fantastic. Led by people you want to be led by. Ran by people you want to run it. Uh, the men in there are men. Uh, things are going very well there and in this diocese. And they said, uh, well, what happens if uh, the bishop changes? You know, my dad never taught, taught us to live in what if land. You know, like, what if this? What if that? What if this? What if was it? What's, what and ifs were candy and nuts? We'd all, be, we'd all live a little cleaner or something like that. I can't remember the exact line dad used to say on it, but... What ifs never was a thing in our house. We stuck in reality. Uh, it was up to you. You want to make the team? Go out and earn it. You want to do this? Go out and work at it. Sure, you might not get in the starting lineup. You might not get. You might not play a lot. I mean, I worked a ton and didn't get the playing time I wanted. Wish I had. Brother, on the other hand, did the same thing. Everybody loved him at school, and pretty much everybody probably loves him in real life too. Yeah, I grew up one. I, mean, I had two knee surgeries coming out of uh, high school to, well, my, my freshman year of college and uh, for basketball. So it took out six months of my year as assist on both my tenants. I remember my first game back, Dad told me, your shot was flat. Okay. That a lot of people today, it seems like, would go out and cry in the corner. Motivated me to get better. I was already working. It didn't have to, it didn't have to take much to get us motivated. It was easy to get Mike, my brother, and I, even my sister, she was playing, to get us motivated to do it. One, hard to do. So it kind of frustrates me when I see a lot of complaining and things like that out in the airwaves. And it seems we're always on the defensive a lot of times. Secular, ecclesiastical, whatever. 
So how can we get on the offensive? Plus, well, let me go ahead. Let, let me Jocko explain what I heard from him today and uh, tell me what you think. The next one I would say, I think that the psychological literature would support this statement. Be on offense. How can we take my team, which is on the defensive because there's bad weather and we're, we're, we, we don't want to go out. How do, we, how do we reverse that? How do I say, you know what? We got bad weather coming. We know it's coming. We're going to go on the attack. We're going to actually take a day off from work or we're going to stand down these troops. You guys go get some extra rest. That way, when this weather hits, we're ready to rock and roll. We're going on the offense. Just think about that right there. What does that do to the resiliency of the troops? All of a sudden, we're going on the attack. What it feels like. Now, what he's talking about this whole thing before this was resiliency. He was a real, reading a uh, he's reading a book from this Vietnam general who had like the top marks across the board, including keeping people not getting, no AWOLs, uh, troops returning back to sign up for an, another deployment, things like that. And they were like, "Why? How did he do this?" He talked about giving out leadership, uh, ownership to each of the troops. And in this situation, how can we do this as Catholics here? Uh, go, on to the, uh, go on the offensive. I told, I told a priest, friend, I hated defense. I was an offensive player. Put me on offense, we'll get the, <laughs> the guys on the team called it, uh, had a little nickname, it was microwave. It was instant offense. You get me on the court, we were scoring. It was going to be an assist. Uh, I was getting a layup or a three. One of the two, we were going to have, it was, there was going to be points scored. So how do we get on the offensive? All right. Catholic West, we're praying. We're reading. We're reading good books. We're reading saintly books. You can read secular books as well. I got, uh, some people see, I'll post the, the section. I have like four books I'll read in a, in a time. So it's usually a secular book, uh, apologetic, saint book, maybe something in theology. It's usually a chapter of each a day. Or you reading. Uh, or you pray. And you know, like Dr. Marshall talks about, say the rosary off the team. At least be doing it. Are you doing your three Hail Marys? At least be doing the three Hail Marys. Wearing a scapular, wearing a miraculous medal. You're praying throughout the day. Uh, one reason, we got you probably hear a clock in the background. Uh, when I was doing Uber, uh, I had the clock right there in front of me. So every time at the top of the hour... I remember reading, I think it was Alphonsus that talked about that, would do uh, a Hail Mary at the top of every hour. He, he wrote about saints that would do that. So I, I got like, okay, let me, let me try that. It was super easy to do in Uber because I had a clock right in front of me. When I was driving, all I had to do was look over. And even now, even look over. I just saw the corner of my eye. Boom. Okay, I could say Hail Mary in my head. Now I don't have that. So thankfully, Offer Up had a... We found a, a grandfather clock for like I don't know, 75, 100 bucks or something like that. It's pretty cheap. And uh, it's right outside the door. Well, it was in the other, in mother, the other rental it was on the other side of the wall. But I could hear it every time it went off, the, you know, the, the whole thing it plays in the chimes, top of the hour. So that was, a, that was a thing that I wanted to make sure I went on the offensive to make sure I had that ready for me. What are things that you need to do? Can you put, put, put some notes down. What can I do? Get on the offense. Don't. Well, I can't do this because of X. So I, I mean, I almost did that. I get out of Uber. I don't have a clock anymore. Woe is me. I did something about it. All right. So you're reading. You're praying. Are you trying that? You're reading. Read the Psalms. It'd be great. It'll be great for your life. Um, 
that you're going to mass, you're going to confession at least every other every other week at least, so you can get the indulgences. Are you doing a holy hour, mental prayer, just the basics? Start with the basics. You can't get the basics right. You can't get the big things right. All right, back to Jocko. To be on the defense is a horrible thing. When you're sitting there waiting for mortars to hit your position, you've heard them come out of the tube and you're waiting for them to hit. It's the, it's, I believe it's the worst feeling that I've ever felt. And today what we got, all right, where there's speculation in Rome about, who knows, hear it every year about uh, trying to, sh you know, what this one's getting rid of the S uh, Superman Pontificum. You got people running around, oh, this is gonna be terrible. What's it gonna do? Who knows? Nobody knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. It's kind of like uh, having a five-year plan. <laughs> laugh. If it's the whole idea of, cry, of God laughing. If you have a plan, God's gonna laugh at it. Uh, but you hear that mortar go off. You don't know where that thing's gonna land. But what can you do? All right, you don't know where this mortar from Rome's gonna go, if there is a mortar. You don't know what the reset thing's gonna happen. That There is a mortar there. Again, I've been calling that out for a long time now. And I've been saying what you can do. And there's many other guys, mostly in the secular world. Because mostly in the uh, mostly the Catholic guys on podcasts ain't touching the topic. Or if they do touch the topic, it's in their title. They really ain't touching the topic at all. So what can you do about it? You think locally, act locally. They're, they're trying to get rid of meat. If you eat, able to eat meat. Okay, what can you do? Think, look, I got a buddy of mine that has a farm in Tryon. He ain't worried about it. They're not going to come over and kill his cow and kill his chickens. There's plenty of guys up the street. They got cow. They got chickens. They got cows. They got a, there's a butcher up the road, uh, 25, 30 minutes up the road. We go up there to get the meat. Fantastic stuff. Local guy. Find out where your local butcher guy is. Find out your, your farmer's market. Go there. Just some ideas like they want to make cricket. They're literally trying to make, have tacos with uh, cicadas in them. Right? Well, don't go there. And two, help others that are trying to help little mom and pops that are actually aren't idiotic. Help them out. Make them your own. Grow your food in the back. You can get around a lot of this by being on the offensive instead of just being on, can you hit beat down on your toes against the ropes. You got nowhere to move. You can complain all you want. Complain, but you better be doing something. Back to Jago. I've read soldiers in World War One and World War II describe that as the worst feeling that they've ever felt. We are in a foxhole. We are suffering from heavy artillery. And we have no control. We are on complete defense. That is the worst feeling in the world. So what can we do as a leader to go on the offense because that very move will help the resiliency of your troops. It will, 100%. And right now you got people saying they're gonna go Eastern Orthodox, people have lost the faith, going to Protestantism, because what? They, they haven't been, they've been shut out of the churches the last year and a half. Priests don't care. If they are, there's a, not all of them. I'm not saying all, most don't. Those priests I go to now, He's already contact. He's already got a plan trying to work it, work things out to get more people to come into mass. I know there's other priests that didn't even do anything the last. It's basically 2018 in those parishes. I know a bunch of trad parishes that same thing. They 2018. They've been thriving. Guess what they've been doing? They went on the offensive. If you're a parish that closed down and all that, you went on the defensive. You're dying. 
maybe time to say, hey, I was wrong, show some, what's that H word? Humility, as a leader, say that I was wrong, we were lied to, we will never do that again. There's priests that have said that, and they've been laughed at. I think there's a priest that apologized back in uh, somewhere out west, and a uh, good, uh, my first spiritual director, I think, uh, was upset about that. I don't know why he's gone this way, but there's plenty like him that this thing has turned a lot of good men, good priests into just losing their heads. Back to Jocko. And then lastly, and this is a little bit of a hand in hand type thing, but what can we do to have some fun? Mm -hmm. What can I do to have some fun? And Trads, this especially at you guys there. You know, there's something that uh, people will get mad at. Uh, what was it with? I can't remember which podcast I was doing. Was it Charles? The most commented thing was, y'all laughing too much. Or you guys are smiling too much. Really? <laughs> Am I laughing too much now? Well, first off, you can't laugh, you can't, you cry. But where's the, where, where does it have to be sourpuss, uh, like a... Say Teresa, we don't. I don't want any sourpuss nuns in here. Uh, where's their joy? How come you can't laugh? Why is it you tread? You got to be bad all the time. I remember talking to one guy years ago, and uh, the girl I was dating at the time asked me, "Hey, what you think of him?" He goes, "I, I, I think the tree out back has more personality than that guy." It's like talking to a, yeah, I was talking to a rock. I have a better time talking to a rock than talking to some out there. Have some fun. All right, let's back to Jocko. What about? when the weather hits and it's sleeting and snowing and I'm the commander. First off, in a detachment sort of way, if you ever read Conf uh, Conformity or Uniformity to the Will of God that San Alfonso's wrote, which you've never read that, drop anything you're reading and read that. It's about 33 pages long. It's a booklet. Get it and give it out. Get multiple copies and give it out. But it talks about this uh, being able to stop complaining about the weather. If it's hot out, he talks about monks that actually perform miracles because they just, anything that happened, they went, oh, it's God's will. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, yeah, if it's raining, God's will. Okay, God wants it to rain. I want it to rain. God wants it to be 38 degrees below zero. I want it to be 38 below zero. God wants it to be 150 degrees outside and I'm in the middle of it. Okay, I want it to be 158 degrees and I'm in the middle of it too. Better have some water. I mean, it's just because you're out there doesn't mean you can't have water. Uh if it's windy, well, God wants it to be windy. I guess I'm supposed to, well, I want it to be windy too. Whatever the weather is, don't complain. Say, hey, beautiful day out. It is. I mean, it's low 90s right now. It's humid as anything where I'm in the south. That's the way it is. God wills it. And you know what I do? I go out and I service that client in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. And I video it and send it to everybody. Hey, little chilly out there today, gents. Might want to bundle up, <laughs> right? What can I do to bring fun to my organization? Because fun builds resiliency. Smiles build resiliency. And this isn't just, I'm telling you this. They have psychological experiments where you're tasked to do something and you're, they, the instructions are smile, and do this task. And people that do the task with a smile are more resilient. People that do it with a frown 
sometimes they do it more accurately. It's almost like the will. You want to will it. As St. Thomas talks about, you want to be a saint he wrote to, uh, was his, his sister wrote him, said will it. So if you want it, you'll be happy to do it. Uh, say like, uh, all right, I got the, the heavy bag in the back. Oh, man, I don't know if I want to hit today. I don't know about that. I'm not feeling too bad. All right, then I'm not going to have the motivation to go do it. But I get up. All right, let's go. Uh, usually I turn on a podcast I'm listening to. Put the uh, I got uh, Nate Bauer Fitness. He does the boxes. Things I can do it, but I'd rather have this my own little like personal trainer. Put the YouTube video up on that. Go out, go to town on the back. Smile. Hit a little bit harder too when you when you're excited about it. You're not excited about it. You're just going through the motions. You're wasting your time. Pretty much that's you know I, I want to say it's sinful to waste time. Pretty much it is. It, it focuses the mind in that way, but who's going to be able to do it for longer? Who's going to be able to suffer? Look, going through basic SEAL training, which is, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, when you go hit the surf and it's 55 degrees and you smile, I guarantee it's easy. It's, it's actually, an e the water is warmer when you smile. The water is warmer when, you, when you're running to the surf and you look at your buddy and you make fun of the instructor that you just sent to the surf and you crack a good joke about it. The water is warming up. We used to do that for, I remember we had two days of basketball, college, Juco. We had two days. We had, you put that jersey on, uh, it's like a light switch. You're ready to go. All right, let's do this drill. Okay, hated it, but we're going to do it. Baseball, same way it was, we, when uh, Mike and I played, it was, uh, they wanted to play it when the sun went down in February. That was that was our practice times. Like cold, we're in shorts and you know you got a jacket. Still, you find a way. If you if you didn't want to be there, it got cold. If you wanted to be there, start sweating. It got hot on you. You start warm up. And that's what we as leaders need to do. You took some notes over there. What up? I all right. I'll go. I'll go over to the latest thing he has. One of my direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, "Boss, we got this and that and the other thing." And I'd look at him and I'd say, "Good." And finally, one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having, some problem, and he said, "I already know what you're gonna say." And I said, "Well, what am I gonna say?" He said, "You're gonna say good." He said, that's what you always say. When something is wrong and going bad, you always just look at me and say, good. And I said, well, yeah. When things are going bad, there's gonna be some good that's gonna come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good, we can focus on the other one. Didn't get funded. Didn't get the job you wanted. Got injured. Sprained my ankle. Got, got tapped out. Good. Got beat. Good. You learned. Unexpected problems. Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, 
guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well then hell, you still got some fight left in you. It's the main thing. Where's our fight? All these speculation, all the problems going on, good. What's it doing for you? I, it's, it's supposed to get you better. We're not supposed to have this soft, uh, everything's all, everything's awesome, Lego, everything's awesome idea. All right, it sucks out there. Grab a helmet. Life sucks, grab a helmet. What are you saying out there? Oh, you got speculation stuff coming from Rome more. Good. What's it going to do for you? How can you be better at it? How can you be better with or without that thing happening? Things going on in, uh, say, Chicago. All right, good. What are you doing about it? Things going where I'm not going to the woods. Good. I've yet to walk out of the house and go, Bo, woe is me. Things that happen in work-related things. Good. What's best for the team? So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage, and go out on the attack. My boy Mario said that to me earlier today. Exactly. I've seen it before. I was like, all right, let's do something with the latest podcast. Got problems? Good. You need them. It's called crosses. Pick up your cross. You know, something, some, somebody said that once. Take up your cross and follow me. What was it? St. Teresa talked about if, you, if the ones that push away across, a heavier one comes over. All right. Got some problems? Good. We need them. Let's get better. Let's go on the offensive. Become holy. Become saints. Yeah, if you listen to this, you are the resistance. God love you.